Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, it's Coach Freddie. I'm here at the HIA convention in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm speaking to Ron Alkali uh, with Vital Hemp. Uh, he has a retail store uh, with all kind of clothing and everything. How you doing, Ron? I'm doing good, Coach Freddie. How you doing? Uh, just fantastic. It's uh, great being here at the uh, convention. And uh, it's on our last day. Uh, tell us a little bit about Vital Hemp and uh, how you got started and what's going on. Well, I think I might have told you the whole story last time we spoke, yeah. but in brief, I was a, uh, I, was, uh, I taught literature and film history at UC Berkeley and a number of other universities for about 10 years, uh, and then I worked a little bit in the film industry and a few years in the nonprofit world, uh, helping kids get out into nature and have experiences with nature. And I went back to teaching, and I felt that what, what the world really needed uh, were, were people, at least for me, was uh, to be more engaged with the ecological problems that the, that the planet faces, mm -hmm. uh, both in terms of the destruction of ecosystems and also in terms of the global warming that's been happening. Mm -hmm. okay. My dad was a scientist, so I when you know, 98 uh, nine percent of the scientists say that something's happening. I my ears perk up, and I tend to think yeah. that they're okay. they're onto something. So I uh, discovered hemp clothing on a road trip, and I fell in love with it. And mm -hmm. I got involved with a guy who owned a hemp shop. And three months later, we parted ways. But I ended up with forty boxes of hemp in my garage in Los Feliz, and no idea what to do. So after attending the first Earth Day in Santa Monica on the promenade and selling about $1,000 worth of hemp clothing, I realized I had a business. There and then go. I continued that business while I was lecturing in film history at Loyola Marymount. On the, I, I continued that business on the Venice Boardwalk for a couple of years. Okay. And that grew, and I opened up a little store and started attending festivals up and down the coast and in the western states. Mm hmm and then uh, people started like like the designs. I, I they were tired of the old drab colors of hemp clothing and the baggy fits, and so I took their advice and started choosing some more exciting colors. Yeah, and uh, tailoring the fits a bit, make them more contemporary. And um, little by little, the business has grown. Wholesale customers have bought the styles for their stores, um, other companies who want their logo wear on uh, sustainable blanks. They've bought t-shirts from me or I've done helped them with the printing and we've put their logos on our 
on our t-shirts and uh, some e-commerce on vitalhemp.com has been growing and here we are today yeah yeah so we're here at the convention here and uh that's a that's a i like it's a pretty good convention and uh i think a lot of information is being passed on um how do you see you know you're in the clothing industry but how do you see the the i hemp movement so to speak it's getting into a his uh, into a uh, more of a industry right now mm-hmm. and uh, so what are what are your thoughts on that where do you see the business going and hemp in general hmm. well um as many people have said uh over the course of this weekend this is a business that's going to be as big as it's uh, providing a livelihood for farmers who can't necessarily rely anymore on tobacco and or soybean or corn. It's giving them additional streams of income and they're saving them in some cases. They're investing a lot of precious money and resources and time into learning how to make this a viable crop. Uh, the, the, the other parts of the equation is what are the products that are going to come to market uh, or that are already on the market that people are going to discover and, and value and continue to consume and uh, with, with all their attendant benefits. So we've already seen that uh, hemp cereals are in all the Whole Foods and you've got hemp seed bars and you've got uh, hemp milk as the fastest growing non-dairy uh, category in the milk market and it's super healthy. But much more balanced protein than almond or soy and uh you know and i love my hempuccino i like my hemp milk with my cereal um then then you've got uh right now it seems like the crops are mostly going the the industrial hemp crops they're getting good money for the oils Mm -hmm. um and and using those oils to create uh, CBD products, CBD being a part of the uh, industrial hemp plant and also part of the other cannabis plants, but the non-psychoactive part that feeds our endocannabinoid system and and uh, can address a wide, wide range of conditions and illnesses. And so I think that seems like all the CBD companies are doing great because people are who who are who are trying it are finding that it actually works, and I'm mm-hmm. one of those people. I uh, I suffered from some pain and I was tired and some inflammation and I was tired of taking the you know leaves and the Advils the ibuprofens and yep, all the yep, naprosins yep. and things that uh, upset my digestive system. Right. So I tried CBD and I really relaxed and, and refreshed my system and it seemed to help with pain and in reducing inflammation. And that's what it does. It's a kind of uh, regulator. So there are many, many products out there on the market, from salves to tinctures to oh, all sorts of things, um, and uh, capsules. And we're selling a little bit of that store. And then, of course, there's the, the hemp textiles, and that's the market that I entered 14 years ago. Okay. Uh, and um, I don't think it's... I think that what's happening industry-wide is that China, on a global level, is still the leader of the hemp textile manufacturers they've been growing the varieties for uh, for textiles for the longest time for decades well actually they've been growing it for 
for millennia, six yeah, six thousand yeah. years, um, and in areas where there's no pesticides, as as you may know, uh, hemp doesn't require pesticides. That's right. That's and uh, and <clears throat> so when the uh, garment industry went down in the United States and the textile industry, the China and it was going up in China because of the low cost of labor. Uh, the Chinese bought up a lot of our hemp uh, manufacturing equipment, and um, and so they uh, became the modern producers of fine hemp textiles, and they still are today. So uh, people who are making want to make hemp clothing, and who are making hemp clothing, uh, almost every one of them, they're importing fabric from China, and then in some cases manufacturing the garments in China. In most cases. A few of us are actually bringing more of the supply chain here, buying, in my case, buying uh, un- undyed fat rolls of fabric and, and then designing and cutting and sewing and dyeing here in, in the United States, and in, in our case, in the Los Angeles Garment District um, and in, in surrounding areas, yeah. where some family-owned businesses stuck it out and continued to cut, sew, dye, and and work with garments, uh, even though many, 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 many of their competitors went, and the other people in the industry went out of business, and the companies took their business to China and other places, Honduras, Bangladesh, etc. Yeah. So I think what the prognosis is for growing hemp for textiles, the I think what what I learned from one of the farmers out that we met a couple of days ago out on the farm, the hemp fields, he was saying that. Uh, he sees uh, that they would like to grow hemp for, for fiber mm-hmm. and for textiles, uh, but that the machinery is quite expensive. And right now they're just doing their best to keep up with the demand for the, uh, for the CBD and other products that are using the oils yeah. and for and foods. So um, it, it may be a little while before we're uh, growing and sewing here in the United States. We're sewing and we're growing, but we're not growing for the, uh, yeah. for the textiles yeah. so much yet. And I think in the next few years, we're going to see that change little by little by little. You know, so, good. Well, and any last words uh, for the IHEMP Revolution audience? Well, I, I think, you know, as I mentioned before, I got, this in, I, I got into this because I wanted to do something tangible to address our global predicament mm-hmm. and to improve it. So in addition to, um, so the clothing industry is the second most polluting industry on the planet after, after uh, fossil fuels. And um, uh, there's a lot of uh, pollution that happens during the process of making clothes and there's a lot of pollution that happens after clothes uh, and even before clothes finish their life cycle um, because of, you know, in the washing, particles of plastic go out into the sea, and then when clothes are done, they, uh, they, they become landfills. Hemp is a, is a plant-based product, and one of the reasons, and I, what I always say is hemp cools the globe. It's actually go. the most effective crop for cooling the globe, for taking, for taking atmospheric carbon out of the atmosphere and uh, sequestering it in the ground and in products. 
For every ton of hemp that we harvest, it sequesters 1.62 tons of atmospheric carbon. And so I am a great advocate of uh, as rapidly as possible moving as many industries over to, to hemp so that we can cool the globe and create better uh, products that have a, a more sustainable uh, life cycle. Fantastic. Yeah. Ron, thank you very much. Oh, thank you. It's always Coach a pleasure Fred. to talk to you. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And make sure that you subscribe to the iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on facebook.com forward slash iHempRevolution. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host. Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.